Hi. She said, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Hi. our evil podcast. How are you? Fair time. It's our podcast. We love it. I'm good. We're here to discuss August 2023. Can you believe? Salt air and the rust on your door. Where did We're the doing summer it. go? It's crazy. I cannot believe it is September 1st. Like that, I just checked to make sure that was true because yeah, it doesn't seem that right. That was the pause that you heard. It was her <laughs> looking at the date at the top Said, right of the computer. The fuck. Yeah, I don't know, but it's uh we're here to discuss August because it's it's actually over. It's over. And I'm shook to my core. Yeah. Um how did you spend August, Elisa? Oh my god, we're getting right into it. I think we should. I... Let's just do it. Let's just do it. I um I feel like I spent the whole of August at the pool. If you <gasps> read our newsletter last week, you you saw that a little bit. But I've just been really, I think honestly, because, and I'm not proud to say this, but this is the first year that my license has been a DC license. Um, I'm so happy for you to be a DC resident. You know, it's pretty major considering I've been living here for six years. Um, <laughs> but with the DC license, it's very easy to go to a DC pool. It's a little mm -hmm. harder without one. So I've been taking advantage. I feel like I've gone to the pool 100 times. I also went to my... Lake um and Bo, my nephew, came, which was the highlight really, of really cute my year. I'll say it. It oh. was just the best. Um, I've been doing a lot of reading um at the pool and other places, playing pickleball. I I love pickleball. I know that's not like unique or new, <laughs> but I really enjoy it. And I'm in a, a pickleball league, which has just been so fun. Um, and then I'll talk more about this, but like this month, I really started making more time for movement, Peloton, yoga, um, and I've been having long dinners with friends. That's, that's my August, which honestly, no notes, I would say. Yeah, it sounds positively perfect. What about you? Um, my August, I have to ask you something. Do I sound so echoey? No. Okay. Maybe it's just my headphones. Okay. My August was- You have like a bed voice. I know. I'm like, good morning. <laughs> it's early-ish. My August was really, really good. Um, I have been traveling a little, almost every weekend in August, and I'll talk more about this, but I've been spending a lot of time with friends who I haven't seen in a while, which is so special. Nice. Um, I feel like I've been going to a lot of concerts- um, spending a lot of time delayed on airplanes, which is not, not my favorite thing in the world, but honestly, like, I feel like I've learned a little to let go and let God about air travel in the month of August, which is, that's actually huge, sort of important. Yeah. Sort of important. You know, I felt, I was like, I feel like a Zen master on this. I was delayed for like, if you read the news, I think you know about this, but I was delayed on the tarmac for like six hours and I was like, couldn't ruffle me. I'm so calm. Which is I not my normal MO. I would be <laughs> so beyond not calm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is that has changed. Um, I also have been tutoring a lot in the month of August, Ooh. which is sort of, it's been actually like a little bit stressful, but it's fun. And I've been tutoring the college essay, which is like really fun. Wow. Kind of. um, you really have is, to mind like what, I mean, don't let me tell you, but I feel like the college essay is like, what is the most 
like interesting thing about you 100 percent, and like, like a child kids don't write have to write about themselves until they do the college essay so they're all scared they all like think that they know the most interesting thing about them but they're pretty much always wrong it's really fun it's kind of like therapy totally what did I you write your college essay about I have to tell you that I don't remember I don't remember I've, been, I've really been looking for it but I cannot find it I can tell you for sure mine was so average I'm sure I mean, it, it was good enough to get you into Boston College baby girl I swam at Boston College that's a different thing <laughs> so true <laughs> So true. I already knew I was going there in December. It's different. So crazy. Um, the pressure yeah. was off, which I like for you. The pressure was off. And, you know, I'm an athlete. I'm going to own that in this case. You're an athlete. I'm an athlete. I love it. Um, that sounds great, Marie. What Thank was you. your very, very best, would you say? It was very hard for me to choose this month. So I have a few. Um, One I already mentioned, which is seeing many friends who don't live in Washington, D.C., or in the Northeast. So wow. I am actually currently sitting in my friend Lauren Lurls Earls's house in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I saw my friends who live in Denver. I saw my friend who lives in Atlanta, my friend who lives in Jacksonville, like really just kind of like putting She's in going off. Yeah, I'm going off. And it's like, it just feels really like cup filling to see everybody. Cause there's like a few of these people I haven't seen in like a year or more, like one of my friends had a baby in the time since I last saw her. So it's like pretty nutso. People's lives are changing really fast. So it feels good to be like doing, put it like logging hours with those people, which like sounds like a work thing, but it's not a work thing. It's like so important for my little baby soul. So that was a big best. Um, The other really big best was seeing Beyonce Knowles Carter in concert not once but twice um she is not a normal person Elisa and I went to the concert together for the first time together apart together Um, we didn't sit together slightly better seats than I did um but it was um I would say iconic is not an overstatement she is it's just like cool to be like oh I'm watching someone do literally exactly what they were born to do um and that's exactly what we said too like we were like this is the best performer of our lifetime she's a a generational talent and like you guys know we go to a lot of concerts and I think that there are lots of different ways to put on a good show and there are lots of different ways to be like an iconic singer slash musical performer um but Beyonce really has them all and she is like a vocalist like a top 10 all-time vocalist it's actually just got chills thinking about her vocals she opened with like insane ballads going 100 and I was like how could you possibly start the show here but the thing is she never left no and it was like such a dunk to start with the like vocal gymnastics ballads like I was she was just like just in case you forgot I am a talent and we were all gobsmacked I was obsessed. It was a gift to see Renaissance live. It was so good. You know what? I mean, we had a crazy experience there because Mm -hmm. it was pouring rain um, and it was at FedEx Field, which I've now come to understand is one of the worst um, venues (laughs) in the country. (laughs) It's horrible. It was amazing to see like all of the people that were there were so excited to be there and the outfits. The fits, the fits. And even like, I don't know if this is like out of turn to say, but like, obviously so much of Beyonce's music is about like black culture Mm -hmm. and, you know, 
black joy and like I have never been to a concert with so many black people and it was really really moving to like see the black community experience this I think that's totally in line to say and we I mean we saw her in DC and I also saw her in Atlanta and it was just like I feel lucky to be here and like experience this community experience that's happening it was a joy and I got to go with one of my best friends from childhood which was a treat oh she's the best shout out to Sarah love her so much and then a final best for me is um New Mexican food I don't know Mm. if you're familiar with New Mexican food Alisa I wasn't I am not really um it's just like there's it's like a lot of like Mexican food that, but it's like with a twist, like kind of in the way that Tex-Mex has their specific cuisine, but I've been eating a lot of like that, uh, that what is new Mexican food? What is new Mexican food? I mean, I think that it would be, it would be appropriate to say that it is centered firmly around red and green chili. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really am having a red chili moment, um you can get I had a like a breakfast the breakfast burrito game in the southwest is off the chain simply put (laughs) it's crazy um I'm a total breakfast burrito convert I didn't really like them before and now I'm like I would like to eat a breakfast burrito with red chili every single day um a smothered burrito which is Mm -hmm. covered in chili you can do Christmas chili which is like half red and half green pretty cute pretty wholesome um, and I'm just having a nice time, like eating this food and feeling really like, I- I'm going to talk about Albuquerque a little bit, but I'm, I'm just, I discovered a new type of cuisine and it's really working for me at this wow. time. Wow. I can't wait to hear more. Yes. It's I fun. Get to New Mexico. It sounds I like. Honestly, I do think that you have to come to New Mexico, but I'll save that for, for I'll, in a few minutes here. Okay. Great. Um, okay. Talk to me about your best of the month. I and really also, like to see something here that was I I was hoping you would bring up. I know. I simply couldn't um I couldn't stop. I I feel like this was a great month of bests and I don't know, August is nice because it's like slow and you can just enjoy your life and I think that that is what we're saying here. August um, is the best month, I think. Yeah, it's pretty nice as a summer uh convert-ish. I'm on my way. I'm You're really on August. your way. You are. Two of my best are desserts. Um, we went to two Amy's, me and this girl. So fun. And the blueberry chip ice cream, blue the chip is chocolate chip, um, mm-hmm. was crazy. They make all their own ice cream there. And it was honestly like perfect to me. Like I know that people really like um what do they call that ice cream that's like the black black cherry or black raspberry? No, black raspberry chip. Like that's mm-hmm. like kind of a flavor. But blueberry is better, I think. And the chips were like shaved, stracciatella vibe. It was so good. I really I haven't stopped it. thinking about this ice cream. I think about it every single day. I know. I thought about it yesterday. I was like, I want more. I wonder if you can get it. Um, it's such an out. unexpected flavor to me. Like Hannah loves black raspberry ice cream. So I wasn't surprised that she was going to. I knew she was going to like it. But for me, that's not my normal MO. And I was. No, I'm pretty absolutely into like chocolate. was so good. I would it need to so eat good. it again urgently. And then last night I went to Edo, which is a place that I don't, I hadn't really been. I think I got takeout there once and it was delightful. Same vibe as to Amy's, same type of food, really. Mm. Um, the chocolate mousse was adorable. 
delicious, crazy. I loved it. And it came in this like really cute glass with just a pillow of whipped cream on the top. It was perfect. Fun. Basically, like always get dessert is always get dessert. Always, always. Another best, my book streak has been so good lately. Like if you have been tuning in, um, this year my goal was to read a hundred books, but more specifically to read a hundred books that I didn't feel neutral about, which is kind of how I felt last year. I think I read like 150 books and all of them. I was like, whatever Mm. this year. So I'm trying to just be a little bit more discerning about like, what do I like and where is that going to take me? And I think when we started this reading journey, I said and thought that I didn't really like, I kind of liked silly books, which there's always a time and a place for silly books. I'm reading one right now, but a lot of the books that have been hitting for me are um, literary fiction. And I'm just starting to kind of re-identify as uh, maybe more of a critical reader than I have previously identified as. And I'm just starting to embrace the fact that literary fiction is actually my category. Um, You can read about some of my recommendations in a newsletter from a couple weeks back, but I just feel like I've had hit after hit and that is a really good feeling. One book that is not hitting for me though, is our book club book for this month. It's a pain to get through. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, We'll be discussing that uh, IRL next week. I was wondering Um, how you were feeling about that book. Well, I saw that you gave it three stars, so I know how you're feeling, kind of. Yeah, I'm feeling, I, I'm like down, it's getting worse as I think about it. Oh God, I'm like, it's a slog. I keep picking up other things. If um, you, it gets, it does get better. Like the first 100 pages, 50 to 100 pages are bad. Yeah, so that's the worst <laughs> book that I've read in a long time. And and oh, that no. is honestly, uh, uh it's okay. Um. I'm personally moving towards nigiri in my sushi practice, if you I love will. This for you. And that has been pretty fun. Where are you getting um, nigiri that you are loving? Honestly, the sushi place at the roost, which I think is called oh, it's so Akko good. and Kenny. That sushi is so it's really good. Good. I kind of forgot about it for a little bit and then I went back and I was like, this is so delicious. Well, that was so, the spot for COVID for us for quite a time. It was actually the only place I went in 2020, I believe, which is honestly difficult to think about. Yeah, it hurts my feelings. Um, And <laughs> the last, okay, so this is kind of work related, which I know is something that is a little bit forbidden here on this podcast, okay. but I've been flexing my brain in a completely new way at work. And it's been really fun and it's been making me feel energized in a way that I feel like I haven't in the last decade of my career, mostly because I think that I have always identified as like, I'm a great people manager. I'm a leader. I'm like a strategy person, which I think is true. But this Mm -hmm. project that I've been working on is super, it's basically been like building out a no code automation tool for my entire business. And Mm -hmm. like, I have been getting a lot of joy from it and I've been like, this is so fun to base. It's like basically the feeling of like building a Lego, if you will, like kind Mm -hmm. of being like, okay, at the end, like it's going to work. And so these are skills that I like know that I have, but I don't get to flex as much. And it's been really cool. And it's been making me kind of think about myself and what I like and what I want um, in the future of my career a little bit more broadly, which is interesting. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. 
Thank you. It's pretty silly, but I have it's not been silly. Obsessed. I feel like it's I mean, I feel like feeling excited about work is like so rare and so life-changing. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not don't get me wrong. I'm not overall <laughs> obsessed with my work. Um, I'm not, not, I don't know. It's been a really fun project and it's really been making me question some things in a fun way. I like it. It's good to do it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, plus like, I don't know. I feel like technology is the future, whether we like it or not. So, so true. So true. You know, mm-hmm. tell me about your worst because it makes me laugh. It's one of the silliest things I've ever done. And I do a lot of silly shit, which you know if you listen to this podcast. Um, so as I mentioned, I'm not in my home. I'm I've been on vacation for the past week. I had had five days off. Really fun. Um, very oh, restorative. Nice. Been like this is like my big vacation for the year. I've been looking forward to it. Um, last Friday, we're supposed to leave. I go to check into my flight it's not working. It's like, like not error message, error message, error message. And I'm like, that's My so question weird. Is, how are you checking? Like with what? I guess so, I, won't, I won't ruin the punchline. The Well, let's, we can back it up. So the punchline is that I did not book a flight um, for my <laughs> vacation. Um, and what happened was um, we booked a lot of flights at the same time. I Hannah booked her flights. I didn't book mine because I was waiting to get paid. So I was worried I was not going to, I was going to forget to book something. So I was using my calendar as like a, a, a tell if I'd booked it. Cause you know, you like book a flight and it like goes to yeah. your calendar. So this flight was on my calendar. So I was using the record locator from the calendar invitation that United airlines created on my behalf. Um, turns out the reason that that was in my calendar is because I asked Hannah to forward me her confirmation. And so when my email found, saw that confirmation, it plugged it into my calendar. So I thought that it was my flight mm-hmm. and it Honestly, an honest not. mistake, an honest mistake, not that bad, but I was like, holy shit, I'm not going to be able to go on my vacation. Um, and I think that I, something I've been doing something good to deserve, like, karmic grace because I ended up being able to find a flight that was only $10 more expensive than the flight that I was originally supposed to book. And I got into Denver totally fine, um, even earlier than I thought I was going to. So I really got away with murder. Um, but I was very stupid and very stressful, like 10 minutes that I was like, am I going to have to spend like $1,000 to go on vacation in three hours? So dumb, extremely dumb. Honestly, it's wow. It's, it's a personality wow. pick of me, pers- I yeah. think, which I is something agree. that I don't love about myself, <laughs> but you know, I'm, we're working on it. Well, now you check this one off of like the bingo board and hopefully you don't have to see this one again. I really checked um, all, to make sure all, that I booked all my other flights like 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, special. so special. Um, what was well, your you know, Marie, we love you. Thank you. you are. Oh, thank um, you. And this kind of stuff is crazy. This is this um, one of the craziest. It was so cuckoo of me. Hannah was like, I'm speechless. Like we need a divorce. <laughs> um, my worst is pretty minimal, but I'm just feeling I'm kind of in like a spring cleaning um energy mm-hmm, right now mm-hmm. where I just feel like I need to get rid of everything that I own, I need to be a minimalist. And I once again, hate all my clothes. So I hate it for you. It's nothing new. It's, it's truly a seasonal trend. 
Um, but like, what's that about? You know, it happens to you every single. I mean, I'm also in a hate my every season. Phase. Every season, I know. I think, yeah. So I'm kind of like working on figuring that out. I feel like I've never really. Um, I always like say it, and then I don't really do anything about it. So mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm trying to be self aware, but I do. I'm. I have very few plans for this Labor Day weekend. I am laying low at home, which is nice. pretty exciting to me um, because I think I'm going to use the opportunity to truly like declutter my my life. Nice. You're going to be happy. Hannah really I'm gonna did be that happy. while I was out of town and I really liked it for us. Both. Yeah. So I'll keep you posted, but uh, that's my low. That's not a bad one, but it is an annoying one. I hate to hate all my clothes. It makes it hard to leave the house. Oh, just, it's like, what do you wear? Because you want to look cool, but you want to be comfortable. It's impossible. It's It's fucking impossible. What is it? And I'm like, I'm so old. I don't know what I'm supposed to be wearing. I know. know. Anyways, um, I'm going to tell you about my spare time wreck because I think that yours is more exciting. Um, I'm really excited about yours because I don't know about this. Well, this was actually featured in the newsletter a few weeks back. Um, You can see there's a lot of common themes this August, but this is the Alison Roman tomato pie that's in her newest book, um, Sweet Enough. And it's the end of tomato season. It's actually like the the perfect time to be cooking with tomatoes. So I just wanted to bring this back to your attention. Um, But basically it's like a cornmeal crust that also has parmesan in it so it ends up tasting truly like a cheese it which is really perfect like a like a flaky pie crust cheese it taste um and then you just layer thin slices of tomato or actually not that thin with garlic and capers and olive oil and that's it and then it like bakes up to be perfect it's really very exquisite i do really need to make this in a major way yeah it's in her book i don't think it's on the internet but that's you know, i mean you know i'm looking for it on the internet to, to see if we can link it and it's like only other people making it so know, you have know. to buy the cookbook which you know we think you should do so or you can go to a bookstore and take a picture of the page honestly. so true life hack or you can check out cookbooks from your local library which is yeah, something and actually, that i don't think people know about the library usually has most cookbooks in stock because I don't think that people know about it. I love to check out a book from the library before I buy it, if I'm not it's sure. It's nice to know. And also, if you're worried about checking out a cookbook from the library because you cook messy, which is my problem, you can get an ebook usually and look at it yeah. on your little iPad or Kindle or computer. I'd like to make a confession about cookbooks. I'm ready. I think that I can't wait for the new Molly Boss cookbook. I think that Molly Boz is so annoying. Like I'll, I just, I will keep saying it. I, she said I just, it before and she'll say it again. I think that she like puts on this persona of being more annoying than she is, is mm. my guess. Yes. Or the internet. She has, she has bad internet syndrome. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like if we didn't have to witness her online, we would not have a problem. I bet she's totally normal in person. And I think maybe that's what rubs me the wrong way about it, where I'm like, I'm just feeling like you are putting on a little costume for the internet. Mm. And mm. that is something I don't like. That's just my yep. opinion. But her first book, Cook This Book, is excellent. And mm-hmm. I think that her second book will be great as well. Like, I think her recipes are mostly things that I want to eat. So yeah. 
I just want to say that. What's the next one called again? I know it's it's red, right? It's called More is More, I believe. It's a good name. It's a good name. So yeah, I'm it's super excited about that. Book. You know what's coming out on Tuesday? Um, what? September 6th. Uh, Grossy Pelosi's cookbook. Oh, I'm worried. Here's the thing. I love the internet personality. See, this is this is the flip side of it. And mm-hmm. I will say, I think I'm being a little bit um, rude because I think that Grossy Pelosi also has a bit of like an internet personality but i think that he's actually probably the same in person yeah um for the most part i think he just like amps it up a little bit whereas i think personality Boz is different yeah plus like everyone has a, a sort of a fake personality for the internet whether it's like close to your real personality or not and the difference is Grossi if it's Pelosi annoying or not yeah. and grossies is not annoying he's, he's really just like giving kind of like ina garten uh nancy myers yes yes it's, yes it's really nice but the truth for me is that I have made maybe three or four recipes and they have all been truly terrible. So that is not a cookbook I will be purchasing. No. But I support him as a person. I do too because I love him so, so much. Um, I also have made a few things that aren't good. Although I have made his vodka sauce and I liked it. I'll say That's it. amazing. But I I'm pretty sure it's that. like from someone else. You know what I mean? Aren't they all? Aren't, aren't they, they all? all? What is original? Nothing. Um, okay, okay, my recommendation for you this month this. is a city. Um, mm-hmm. You've heard of it. It's the city of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, Elisa, I've heard of her, but I don't know her. That's right. That is right. I feel like nobody's talking about her. Um, if you're talking about New Mexico, you're talking about Santa Fe, which okay. I visited and I felt pretty medium about. I said, this is a fine mm. place. It's very like, it's like for tourists and rich people. And it doesn't really seem to like include the actual people who live there all that much and to be fair mm-hmm. i was only there for a day so i should i deserve to give it more a little more of a chance but albuquerque on the other hand is is hitting exactly right for me um it's a small city which i like like mid-size there's a big ass mountain that you can see when you're driving around and we like that and everything about albuquerque is cool and cute like there are many many cute stores that are not like some of them are like shoppy shops but some of them are cool vintage stores some of them are just like very singular interesting places where you can get like tchotchkes and records and they're obviously like it's the southwest so there's a lot of like silver and turquoise and lots and lots of like native art and really interesting stuff from like the the like old-timey west so there's a lot of like interesting conversation in the things that are being sold. The food is way better than expected. There are so many cute coffee shops. I was actually late to record this podcast because I was at an extremely, extremely cute coffee shop um, getting a croissant and the croissant was coming fresh out of the oven. So I had to wait for it. Absolutely. Um, We went to an amazing brewery last night. That's um, what was it called? Bow and Arrow. That's owned by um, queer Dine women. Um, and it was like amazing beer and it just feels like a city that has everything that I want, which is like cool, fun places to eat and like cool, fun things to go. That's like easy to get your arms around. Cause it's not so like gigantic mm-hmm. and it has like a really rich and interesting cultural tradition that is like very present in like moving around the city. Like it's a really diverse, a really diverse place. And I just feel like it doesn't get any love from people 
And I think that the one, I mean, one of the things about traveling somewhere that you have no expectations for is I think that that's actually like always when you love a place the most, when you're like, oh, I don't totally. like really know what this is going to be like. And then it's amazing in its own special way. So I feel like maybe the recommendation, if you can't make it to Albuquerque is to just go somewhere like a small city that you like don't really know anything about and just like mm-hmm. see what's up and I'm having the best time I keep joking that I'm gonna move to Albuquerque which I'm not doing because it's too far away but I'm loving it here I don't want to leave I love to hear that so fun and I feel like there's like I don't there are so few places that I really feel like I'm like I have no fucking idea what I will find here yeah and that it's like positive yes and New Mexico is like kind of like you know one of those states that you're like, oh, this is actually like unlike anything that you will find on the East Coast. Like it is like a different fucking planet. I know. I find a lot of the like mountain uh, West to be like that as well, where you're just like, whoa, this yeah. earth is different it's from the crazy. earth that I know. It's so crazy. And Albuquerque is not the like, there's a mountain. It's beautiful. But like we were in a little farther north in New Mexico in Taos. And I've talked about this when we were there in July too, I think. And it is like the most beautiful country. Like it is beyond crazy gorgeous, like huge mountains, this like insane gorge, like Mesa desert, like sagebrush. It's just like, you're like, this is not the same country that I reside in all the time. It is really nutso. It is sometimes a little confusing about like why we put up with things like the New Jersey turnpike when there are like parts of the country that are like that but what a perfect example yes that's what I always think about like I remember when front of the pod and friend of our life Maggie and I were on our road trip in Utah like it was just wide open roads and it would literally be like there's nothing for a hundred miles and Mm -hmm. I would just be like okay there's actually not a single stretch of the east coast that this could apply to because it's just it's a different beast. And like thinking about the fact that like we drive on North Capitol Street every single day and like there are people who live in places that it's like instead you're driving along a road that's like flanked on all sides by like beautiful mountains. I'm like something's wrong with that. You know? Yes. And you know, it's all push and pull. It is all push and pull. It really is. It really is. It's crazy. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. It's I so gotta fun. get out there. I know. I feel like you would like it here. It's cool. I bet I would. I love, I do really like the outdoors. Nature is healing, et cetera. It's so true. She's doing, she's doing okay for herself. Yeah. All things considered. Absolutely. Okay. So we are moving into our culture slash three things you need to know section. Marie, I don't know if you have anything to swap out, but feel free to do it live as I discuss the first one, which is yes. date bark. Are you familiar with this? I know you've been on a bit of a internet I've been on hiatus. an internet hiatus, and I'm really eager to know about date bark. So the healthy girlies on the internet are taking, you know, you've had a chocolate covered stuffed date. Yes. Of course. Naturally. For the uninitiated, it's basically a date. You open it up. You throw a little nut butter in there. Peanut mm-hmm. butter is my choice and then you dip it in chocolate melted chocolate and then you put it in the fridge or freezer to harden it's honestly delicious it's a great treat it tastes like candy kind Mm -hmm. of i know it's annoying really nuts they're really wild it's really annoying to say that like a fruit tastes like candy but like it this one a date tastes like caramel i think Mm -hmm. for the most part 
So I that's agree. delicious. Date bark is the same concept, but it's just a little bit less fussy. You take mm. a bunch of dates and open them up to remove the pit. And then you like press them down onto a piece of parchment mm-hmm. and you make them kind of stick together. So you have this base layer of dates. Then you spread whatever you want. So like nut butter usually, and then maybe you sprinkle on some like chopped nuts or you could do like freeze dried fruit or cacao nibs. I don't know, whatever you want. And then you cover that in chocolate and then you freeze that. So then you take it out of the freezer and then you just cut it into squares and it's like a chocolate bark, but it's, it's the same ingredients. It's just date bark. Well, have you tried this? I have not tried it, but I'm finishing up my um my uh like chocolate covered stuffed dates that I have, and mm-hmm. then I will be moving to date bark. It's I a good it idea. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I I like everything about that. I'm ready to try it. What combo would you do? Hmm, maybe like I th- I mean honestly, like I want to like drizzle some peanut butter on there, and maybe some like absolutely coconut flakes okay i was just gonna say i've been kind of obsessed with coconut lately i'm having a coconut flakes moment they're so good when you get those like thick coconut shavings from trader joe's and Mm -hmm. you toast those in the oven wow nothing is better than that nothing is better than that so good i don't know but i've been making a lot of granola because hannah's having a granola moment and i've been just like every time i make it i like double the amount of coconut flakes that go in because there's nothing better than a toasty toasty cocoa flake so good so yum i feel like maybe what i'll do is kind of like an almond joy uh date bar hell yeah that sounds so good stay tuned um okay next up we have completed barbenheimer we did uh, it separately we did not watch them back to back. We did not watch Barbie together. We did watch Oppenheimer together. We sure did. So uh, a month later, we're ready to speak about it. We're ready to, we're breaking our silence. What should we speak about first? The age old question. Gosh, I don't know. Maybe Let's Oppenheimer. Start with, yeah, Oppenheimer. I was going to say. I love it for um, us. We watched this together. Elisa brought a Tupperware and ate a salad in the movie theater. I think everyone should know that. I did. I just did not want to eat the movie theater food, and I was coming straight from my pickleball week. (laughs) It was, like, really a special experience to observe Elisa eating a salad in a movie theater. I loved it. It was so right. Well, we watched the movie at 745. What's a girl to do? It was dinner time. And it's three hours. Like, Oh, my God. It was really long. Honestly, the movie gave me no choice. Um, what were your thoughts? My key takeaways. Um, I, I actually thought it was like really good. Um, I was like a little skeptical because of all of the, you just froze like a little bit. Oh, am I back? So maybe just may, yeah, just say that again. Okay. I thought it was really good. I was sort of nervous because of all of the criticisms that I had read on the interwebs. Oh. Um, But I did think that they did a good job and it was something that I knew literally nothing about. So I learned a lot from watching it. Um, And I was really stressed out in a way that I think was appropriate because Mm -hmm. of how it's because of how nuclear weapons and nuclear war are stressful topics and men are stressful as well heard absolutely (laughs) um 
I actually did very little uh, reading about the movie before seeing mm-hmm. it. I kind of knew nothing going in except that it was three hours and about the uh, atomic bomb. Bomb. And um, I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was actually extremely well done. And I did think that it was stressful, but I thought it was more about like the like the politics and the interpersonal relationships than like the nuclear weapons of it all, which pleased me because mm-hmm. I didn't really want to be thinking about the nuclear weapons all that much. Um, And I really liked Emily Blunt's role, even though yes. I think it was of course complex. I, um, I enjoyed it. Like I would recommend seeing this film and I'm sure it will be nominated for a All slew of awards for sure. I think it will probably deserve some. Yeah, I think so too. Um, another t- key takeaway for me is that I don't know any, I don't know a thing about physics. Oh no, no, that was actually a key takeaway for me as well. I was like, if I thought I knew anything about physics, which I really didn't, like, I I can confidently say I do not. Yeah, I don't know what I don't even know what I don't know. No. And honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't really care to know. I don't need to know the universe no. and, its, and its rules are so scary. I have no curiosity there. And that's actually that's something okay. I'm going to embrace. And that um, is fine. Something that I want to do this year on a tangent is I really, Marie, you and I, I want us to commit to seeing all of the Oscar nominees at the Alamo Theater. Handshake, before- handshake. Before the event itself. Fuck yeah. I love I it. I want to have an educated opinion on, you know, this, the fake award show. <laughs> I used to do it. I used to see them every single year. And it, I was, do it. it was in my movie pass era. And now I have, I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder at the Alamo Draft House. So yeah, I'm ready I'll be to see all the movies. Of course, for this event. Yeah, it's going to be um, great. Okay. Moving on to Barbie. Yes, Barbie. I Loved. thought Barbie was a joy. Joyful. I think that it's interesting because we've, as a culture, been speaking about Barbie for, I believe, two years. Like, I feel like that photo of Ryan Gosling and yes. Margot Robbie. Um, yeah, roller skating dropped, like, in peak COVID. And here we are seeing the film. And I really loved it. I actually saw it twice because the first time I saw it was in the second row. And mm. I have to, I, I felt like I didn't get the full experience. And I think that's true. Um, I thought the I thought it was great. I think that it's so cool and interesting and compelling that it is the biggest uh, Warner Brothers hit of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the discourse uh, this week, but it has now surpassed Harry Potter, which is kind of like an iconic nod. Yeah, it's to, really not so. Um, you know, J.K. Rowling being actually I, horrible. Yeah, monster and lady. I think it's really, um, I think art that uh, scares men and conservative people is exciting. Especially, I think so too, especially like art, like mainstream art. Like I think that it is mm-hmm. a really big deal. And there was a lot of like discourse on the internet about like how America Ferreira's speech was like annoying and over the top and like too long or so obvious. And I think like that can't it is a little true and also like a speech like that in a blockbuster movie that is being seen by like every living person is a big deal for like gender discourse and I think it is very very cool to see that kind of conversation entering like 
like what is more mainstream than Barbie? Like Barbie is capitalism. So like if Barbie is also a feminist film and like dealing with things that have a little bit of complexity and nuance and like you say, like scares conservatives and scares men, then I think that that is really cool. And I think that hopefully everyone will say, wow, we should make more things for women because women um, are a powerful force of the economy and they like to see themselves reflected on screen in a three-dimensional it's so funny way. Cause it's like, we know that like the data no. knows that, but the society well, doesn't want. And everyone's it. like, you know, there's all this like funny memes on the internet. That's like, Oh, that Barbie is like, does all this stuff. And everyone's like, we should make more toy yeah universes and it's like no no it's just because we like to see the girly things in a it's like just stories way. about women mm-hmm. uh, yeah. i know i, I think it was really fun i love i'm it. actually really curious to see what like mattel's next move is because i've heard that there's a um brats movie question mark on the horizon honestly i'm in is? could be but i'm like we'll see we'll the see. girls with the passion for fashion brats yeah absolutely um, so yeah, I would say those are two films worth your time. Um, I also talked about this in the newsletter, but theater camp, like can't be missed. I, I know need it's, to see it's it. not overshadowed by, you know, the release time, but I couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, I need to see it. The other, the final thing I want to say about these two movies is this was my return to movie theaters. I hadn't really oh been to God. the movies in a long time and I, and I'm back in baby. Movie theaters are such a fun place to be and i have gotten back into it in the last few months as you've heard here yes. because of the alamo those theaters are amazing they're really fun um and we would be um, remiss not to mention another major moment that's upcoming in cinema at movie theaters which we learned about yesterday and that is the Eras tour film oh my god I- also i did get um confirmation that it's two hours and 45 minutes it's the whole set list <sighs> I'm so excited and intrigued to see what this experience will be like. I know. I'm like, I mean, even just the promo trailer, I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun because we're going to see close uh, close and personal. I do. I am sad. I was sad to see the set, the runtime, because I want there to be backstory. Behind the scenes. I know. I need to know what she's eating. I need to know how much she's sleeping. I need to know what kinds of weird injections they're giving her. Like she's writing. I think there's going to be another doc. Like, I don't because think she's like, it's only doc. playing in North America. So I do think that it's going to be like a doc series. And you know what? I'm here for it. <sighs> Take this my money. Take my money, Blondie. Um, okay. So in other news about women, um, the former bachelorette, Gabby Hoffman, Marie does not watch the bachelorette. And frankly, I didn't super watch. I- I'm kind of off, but this is pretty interesting because she is now dating a woman and she went onto the show dating a man. And then she was the bachelorette and dated like a million men and was engaged to a man. And now she's dating a woman. And we like to talk about uh, queer news here. So we felt it was important to share. I really am obsessed with this. And I didn't, obviously I'm so tuned in um, now that she's gay, but I had no idea who she was previous to this. What year she's was she the bachelorette so fun. recently? Um, yeah, she was the last one before like this, this one that just aired and like finished a week or two ago. Whoa. Um, she was, they were, she was a dual bachelorette, but she was the season oh, before that. And she, she also was a dual bachelorette and okay. she was just on dancing with the stars. Like she's kind of like in her moment at this time. I will also say she is like definitely the funniest and like most down to earth, like normal bachelorette girl that there has been. I think, I think everybody thinks that. So I think the vibe was always like 
no man is like gonna get this girl because she rocks and it's it all makes sense yeah it all makes sense and she i loved her instagram post and she's like i didn't i say i was a girl's girl girl. (laughs) and she's like publicly gone on to say a lot of things about how she'll like never date a man again um but anyways i think that this is cool and i recently listened to a podcast where she was saying that bachelor nation which is i think like perceived to be very um like overall conservative Mm -hmm. and like christian values based like i think that's kind of what people think of bachelor nation she was like i have gotten nothing but love and support which is honestly amazing and the way that she speaks about her relationship and her life is very relatable to me. And uh, I know I was going to say, I feel like this, what I've heard, what I've read from her is like really the Elisa Avalov story. We actually, yeah, it is the Elisa Avalov story. So I feel seen. I love that bachelor agent is responding the, the appropriate and correct way. And it just makes me want to like uh, once again, manifest a queer season I know, I know. Like, are you the one season eight style? By the way, there was just a straight ultimatum back on air via Netflix, and it was so boring. I watched the whole thing, and I was like, oh, my God. Bring back the queers. You guys, queer dating shows are better. It's so much more fun. Like, it's not complicated. Producers, if you're listening. If you're listening, we're ready. Okay, well. What's coming up for you, Marie? What is September going to hold? September, September. Well, I'm in I'm in wedding season now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a wedding tomorrow. I have a wedding next weekend. Um, and then I have one. We have a really big wedding for our friendship, for our cinematic universe of the Elisa and Marie life in in early October, which is very exciting. I can't um, wait. We'll be talking about it at length, I presume. Um, I'm doing full a wedding little, recap. Full <laughs> wedding recap, start to finish. Um, I'm doing a little traveling. I'm going to Miami for work. Um, I noticed that you uh, put this in, and so did I. We're going to at least six thousand concerts. Alisa and I are going to a two day music festival. You guys know that we are at least one million years old, so we might. This might be the last podcast episode ever because we might not survive. I don't know how we're going to do it, but the lineup is too, and it's, it's annoying because it's like one of those things where it's not like we're going to want to arrive late. Like we're going to want to be there for every single set. It's going to be like, actually, I think it's going to be like a lot of Sophie's choice moments, figuring out like who we need, like they're going to be two people on at the same time that we're like torn about at, in every single slot. Mm. It's going to be so hard. We're going to cross that bridge. I'm going to drink so much Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited for you so many concerts we're also seeing the jonas brothers which i personally cannot wait for we saw the jonas brothers together like a year a little more than a year ago and it was life-changing that was my first time ever caring about the jonas brothers but now i really do care although i wish they weren't like blatantly copying the heiress tour it's a little weird weird. it's a little weird of them they i wish they would stop that um the other thing that i'm looking forward to in september is like enjoying the final hurrah of summer produce and moving mm. toward well i guess i'm not ready to move towards in for october but i'm really i i saw um lauren has a beautiful garden at her house and she has a big big oh. bowl of tomatoes that she just picked off of her garden and i looked at them and i said i need to take some really intentional time and enjoy and say farewell to tomatoes in the next few weeks 
and give them all the love they deserve because they're my they're going they're my life partner tomatoes make that tart I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna eat so much toast with mayonnaise and tomato and flaky Mm -hmm. sea salt and that's just what my heart needs Mm -hmm. so that's kind of it what else do you have other than many 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 concerts many many concerts um as I mentioned at the top I'm on my active journey I feel like I want to do something every day of September and not in a weird way but just like I want to be moving my body because I really like that and Mm -hmm. I feel very um motivated and excited about movement at this time Mm -hmm. and it's bringing me a lot of energy literally and figuratively I'm excited to get back into running I my god yeah it's almost the season for you the classes at our climbing gym I've started perusing. Oh, I'm really looking forward to that, actually. They're fantastic. Um, I really, really like them. So I just want to be doing that. Um, I've been eating out so much in August. It feels like at least like four times a week. Um, so I'd like to bring it back into my home a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I really want to make the macarons that... Claire Saffitz made on the New York Times Instagram they look, or sorry, um, YouTube channel. They look so good. And I've made them before and they were pretty good. But I'm this feels like a really fun challenge, although I'm realizing as I say this, it's probably too humid to make them. So yeah, maybe I'll you have might to wait. wait. But I want to do that with you. I haven't made macarons in a long, long time. Oh, my God. They're so fun. But on that so note, fun. I am ready for fall and some crisp air, which it has been feeling pretty crisp here in the morning and that is fun. I've been seeing that on the weather app and feeling really pleased mm-hmm. I go outside and I say oh my god like last night bless you excuse me I was chilly I was chilly <sighs> bless I love mm-hmm. that for us yeah so that's pretty much it September baby here we come here we actually, come we're already here we're here we at that which it. I don't I don't believe it actually I think that's um, that's a mix-up there's been an something's error. Something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. Well, yeah. how fun is that? I love I it's love to so know about fun. your September. Well, I can't wait to August. go to all these shows together. But I know, like I know. in the, your look ahead for September. My look ahead, yes. My look ahead will be featuring you quite a bit. And I know it's gonna be so nice. Exciting. It's exciting to me too. All right. Well, this has been On a treat that note, always. Thanks for spending your spare time with us. Yes.